Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Wrestling going on between the two off. Well, I don't think they know if the goal was scored. I can't even remember if the goal was scored because we didn't see the goal being scored. I was looking up here. Oh, extraordinary. Burgess was looking the other way. Kemp. I don't know what to suggest, if I'm honest. Well, let's have a look. We'll be able to tell you. Fortunately, well, unfortunately for the umpires, it is scored, but they don't have the beauty of the replays like we do. Kemp occupied with all the goings on off the ball. Well, she's looking at the shot then. We have proof of the goal being scored. No, no. Well, sadly, we can't interfere at this point, though. It's not part of our game. So a toss-up. When was the last time there was a toss-up? So there was a bit of a tussle going on between the two Australian defenders, Grace Wecky, our New Zealand shooter. All that was going on. Amelia Rand slotted a goal. The umpires didn't see it, so the goal was rolled out, and instead they did a toss. Joining us to talk about everything that's happened uh, over the quad series is the great Yvonne Willering. Yvonne, thank you so much for your time back on the program. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Are you there, Yvonne? The whole quad series. So interesting. That that was something quite bizarre, wasn't it? Um, yeah, but take it out of context. Everyone, the people are basically focusing on the goal that was scored. Yeah. But at the same time that was happening, there was a big incident between Nueki and Bruce. And I think that also indirectly caught the umpire's attention. And that was at the same time as the shot being taken. Now, normally one umpire will tend to ask the other umpire, you know, uh, for assistance if she's unsure of the he or she is unsure of the call. But that's mainly for like a ball going out of court or of an offside position, appreciating that the other umpire is not in the same position as the that initial umpire because he or she is further down court. Now, what happened? Neither of them actually knew what had occurred. Yes. Now, in the rule book, if that is the case, you can't just make it up as you go. Although one almost did try to do so, <laughs> so that. They actually had no choice but to have a toss-up. It is still in the rule book, and that actually, at the end of the day, was the fairest thing to do. Luckily, as it turned out, the Ferns did the, get the ball back and scored from it. You know, And people say, oh, what if this was in the last minute of the world champs? Listen, things happen like that all the time, right or wrong, because like, if you have an incorrect throw-in at, at the, you know, in the last dying seconds of the game, or there's a penalty call when you know there's no infringement occurred, are we then going to get a, look for a, a review process or a replay of the incident? So, yeah, it was really brought to the fore, probably more so by the commentators than any <laughs> Anyone else. <laughs> and I think that's because you had one New Zealander and an Australian on that commentary team as well. But this is why yep. we brought the experts on. This is why we wanted to talk to you. Uh, and it wasn't <laughs> that one moment that, that, of course, decided the quad series either. What no. did you make of both Australia and New Zealand five months out from the World Cup? 
Yeah, really interesting, and certainly the, there was a number of learnings from from the Ferns. Yeah, they went out for that game to try to win it, and part of it, some people have also said why weren't subs made earlier, you know, but obviously detract from our little uh, toss-up here. <laughs> but like Watson and Berger, they have been reintroduced into the Silver Ferns environment, and welcome back to them, because I think that they played really well. I thought they just slotted back in easily. My Probably my main concern is the great relationship that we do have on Grace Nowicki. Mm-hmm. She played every game as goal shooter. And so the concern, one, is obviously, geez, we never want to see her injured. Yeah. But also the concern is that the goal attacks are starting to become feeders. Because even in against Australia in that final, Ekanasio yeah. became a bit of a hesitant shooter. And really, she spent the majority of her time feeding it into Nowicki. And we know that Ekanasio can shoot them from distance, but she was choosing not to do so. So so that's a concern. Kate Heffernan, also Grace Nowicki, I don't know if people know, but she also got the um, shooter and the player of the tournament. So certainly well done to her. Kate Heffernan, I thought she was a great defensive centre. I think she's made the most of her opportunities. And she, in fact, was awarded the midcourt player of the tournament. And Bruce, you know, who, who New Zealanders love to hate, <laughs> and she was the defender of the tournament. And I actually thought that she had a pretty decent uh, tournament all around. But my concern also with Australia is is that both there are two players who I really rate highly in Western and Weta. I don't know if she's going to come back, but they certainly will add something different to that Australian lineup. And that's not taking anything away in the shooting circle from the Conan Wood combination because I thought they really uh, took it to the ferns and they did at times, you know, just pull them apart. Uh, Yvonne, you obviously mentioned and we talked about the. Uh... The, the rusting up of uh, Nuweki, and uh, is that something that she can pretty much expect? And I guess from what the Australians are going to how to how to defend her moving forward. I guess her standing now in the game. Yep, Hang Ten uh, is this give and take on both sides. And uh, sometimes, you know, she does get pulled as well. And it's also a very, very fine line when two players are, are matched up against each other and there is no space between them. So they're heavily being marked. Now, Bruce has been told on occasions that if she's being heavily penalised to get off the player, you know. And in fact, I think the Ferns actually were penalised more in that game than Australia. So, yeah, it, it's part of the game, whether we like it to be part of of the game, I don't. Um, I, I mean, I, I would much prefer to see a game that didn't have a huge number of penalties there because you appreciate any time you're penalised, the game comes to a stop, and you know everyone's wanting a you know a smooth playing, and we want intercepts to be taken. Our game against England, even though there were a couple of warnings in that game, it was a great game because there were intercepts taken on both sides, and even Dame Nolene uh, Taurua alluded to that about how how good the defence was in that game, you know, and we don't want it to be a situation where we're just waiting to see what the umpire is going to call. What do we do about getting Amelia Ann uh, more involved in that shooting circle to get her numbers back up again? Um, well, see, that's the thing. We went out there to uh, to win the to win the quad series. Mm. Did, did Grace Nowicki have to stay on the court? Absolutely, I have no problems with that, and that's not what I'm saying. But there may come a time, and uh, obviously in trainings they do it, whereby you've got Ekanasio uh, uh, with another player, whether it's Maya Wilson yeah. um, out on court. We just need a situation whereby she also becomes a dominant shooter. Appreciate even if with the Ekanasio 
Ignacio and Grace Nowicki's out on court. If Ignacio does miss, and she does not miss very many, but if she did, you've got a Grace Nowicki there for the rebound, and she's a wonderful rebounder. So, yeah, I would still like to see Ignacio more involved in the shooting. Another reason for that being it would then make the opposition defence go more one-on-one so you don't have the situation where two players are marking Grace Nowicki. The reason they do that is because they know that the pass is going to go into her. So yeah. if Ekinasio started shooting the ball around, it would mean one of the in-circle defenders would have to drop off and then mark up with her, which then would get, give Grace Nowicki a little bit more space and hopefully then it also would avoid um, some of those inevitable contacts. Yvonne, how important is the ANZ Championship going to be this year in terms of selections? And do you think we will see any surprises, anyone that could jump out and and get added to this team pre-World Cup? Yeah, it has to be a... a um, yeah, a close competition, although we also want a good competition, mm. you know, and we in the past we've had a situation, teams can have four or five losses and still make it into the finals, and that's not good enough, you know. Every time you go out on the court, we really would want to see really close encounters. Personally, I think that um, with the Ferns, I think the, the World Championship team probably will be selected from these 14 players. I can't, maybe one or, no, maybe one person <laughs> can be can be introduced, but really these are the players that have now been tested uh, against the top in the world. Um, you've got a situation though, Selby Ricketts and Kirsten in particular didn't get a lot of court time, so they certainly will be looked at a little bit more going into um, the ANZ Championship, appreciating that the Ferns didn't go with 12 to um, South Africa. They took 14, as did most teams. Well, it's a big year, isn't it, this year? The Netball World Cup coming up later on in South Africa. All eyes will be on that ANZ Championship. Yvonne, thank you so much for your time and for your expertise. We love it. We love having you on the show. It's been a pleasure. I just think it was so funny having all this focus <laughs> on, on this one aspect. And, you know, the umpire, I actually, I, I know I'm, you know, probably not always a favourite of umpires, but I actually do feel for it. It was a situation yeah. whereby you've got to look at why was she unsighted and was she unsighted because so much was going on mm. at the time, you know, and hey, we all do make mistakes. We just don't want it seen from the umpires. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Yvonne. Have a wonderful night. Pleasure. 